Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. We will not bow down to our racism. We will not bow down to Just 
welcome. Welcome to Inside the Black Box with Zuhara of First World Theater Ensemble. My name is Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I will be sitting in for Zuhara today. She is a working actor, director, and producer, and today she is in her acting role, and she's in tech rehearsals for a song for Coretta. And you're going to learn about that a little bit more when we bring on T.S. Hawkins. But for now, I'd like to introduce you to Inside the Black Box. This is our four colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough addition. So we're going to talk about for colored girls, and we just want everyone out there to know who's listening in. It is not just a movie. The movie was inspired by a choreo poem that was performed on Broadway and for generations for color girls have been inspiring and empowering women. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But first we want to share with you some more about First World Theater Ensemble. So since we are here on the Internet, we want to take advantage of this interactive format Again, if you'd like to call in, our call-in number is 646-716-7994. Again, the call-in number is 646-71994. I'm also opening up the chat room at this time. So you come on into the chat room and you can um, talk amongst yourselves. You can listen to the show. You can post your information. Let us know what you're doing out there. If you have any questions, post them all in the chat room. We'd love to hear from you. You can call in and listen or call in and join the conversation. Now, we do at First World Theater. Again, that's www.firstworldtheater. T-H-E-A-T-R-E, and at First World Theater, you can just go to firstworldtheater.biz, B-I-Z, and check our out our upcoming season and all the wonderful things that we have happening. But one of the first, we have two things coming up. We have our production of For Color Girls, who have considered suicide when the rainbow is not enough, and um, Color Girls will begin on March 22nd, and it will run through March 31st. On March 22nd is our opening night, so we have a wonderful reception prior to the show. So you get your ticket. It includes a wine and cheese reception, and you get to meet the cast after the show. So make sure you do come check out our show. And then immediately following that, what I want to tell you, because we're going to get more into Color Girls, I want to tell you about our Who's on first reading series? Now, we there are so many wonderful black plays, classic new plays, and we wish we could produce everyone that comes through. But, of course, we can't produce each play. So First World hosts reading series just to, one, have the audience join us in the process of bringing a play from idea to the main stage. Secondly, it's an opportunity for more works to be heard. So we invite out not just the audience but various different people say, hey, so-and-so has some good works going on here. You know, you need to come hear some new 
great works that um, are being written by playwrights from all over the country. So what's exciting, and our series has moved to April. So what we're going to do on April 1st, we're going to kick off Blues of Emma Mae Jean. And that's by Glenn Allen, and he's also founder and director for the D.C. Black Theater Festival. And Glenn blessed First World at the beginning of our season with um, Don't Sing No Blues for Me, and and it's a trilogy, and that was the first one, wonderful. And if you thought that was great, Blues for MMA Jean is even better. So come here to reading of Blues for MMA Jean. It's the second in the trilogy of Don't Sing No Blues for Me. And that is happening 7.30 p.m. All the play um, readings are 7.30 p.m. at CEC 3500 Lancaster Avenue in Philadelphia, PA. And, again, you can find out more when you go online. The tickets are only $7.00. So come and see Blues and MMA Gene and be part of the process. This time you don't just get to watch, but you can tell us what you feel about it, what you think worked, what didn't work, you know, whatever your thoughts are. Please share them. The playwrights and the actors are all there to listen to you. Next we have on April the 8th, The Immortals. And that's by Richard Lamont Pierce. He's the one who has brought a sojourner. If you've seen a powerful play, Sojourner, that is by Richard Lamont Pierce. And this is his play, The Immortals, about the Negro Leagues. This is a fun, feel-good, exciting play. And it features our own Brian Wilson, Merlin Brown. And you're going to hear from her today, too. I mean, it's an all-star cast, Ron Lee Jones and Dion Stone, um, Roderick Slocum. It's just going to be a wonderful cast. So please come check out The Immortals. And then we are coming to April 22nd. You get one Monday off. April 22nd, we have, um, um, oh, boy. Okay, here we go. It's Get Out of Your Own Way by our own Sharon and, um, she will Sharon Monet. She's a playwright with First World and a Grammy considered um, songwriter. And this is her new play, Get Out of Your Own Way. We will be reading that on April 22nd. And then we close out our reading series with the second reading of Level to the Ground. Now, it's another great, exciting play that we read in 2010, so we're back with the second reading of it before um, we choose it to go into our season. And that one, before we had Rhapsody, Um, if you know The Harvest, the poet Rhapsody is also an actor, but Rhapsody was in that, and... um, a lot of great people, so that's another great cast. So all of all four plays are going to feature great actors that you may or may not know from Philadelphia, but they're all good. They will make these plays come to life from you, even though it's just a reading. And what we need from you is to help us decide which play should go into First World's 2013-2014 series. We want to know which play 
you like the best to go into the next season. So you can vote right there. When you come out to the series, you can vote for the play that you like. Also, each reading will be streamed live from Live Fandom TV, um, but you can go right to First World and watch the stream. It's going to be streamed live, and there we you can chat and give us your opinion. You can still ask questions. So for those who are outside of Philadelphia, you can still participate in the process, and you will still have an opportunity to vote online. So what we're going to do, and we're going to come back to our wonderful callers. We have three great callers on the line. So we're going to just take a break right now, and we are going to listen to um, You Found Me by Deborah. If any of you guys watched The Voice, she was on the third season of The Voice. We're going to listen to You Found Me, and we're going to come back, bring our callers on the line, and we're going to talk a little bit more about for colored girls who consider suicide when the rainbow is enough. I found God on the corner of first and I'm a star where the
Okay, we are back. We are back. I do apologize for the the time. Sometimes it just takes a moment for the lines to open up. So now we're I'm opening up all the lines just to see all who's on. I know I'm looking for two callers, but I think I have some extra callers. Caller from the 848. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Hi, and, and, and what's your name? I'm Tia Talkins. I'm in for Color Girls. Oh, okay, T.S., oh, great, great. Well, I'm going to come right back to you, T.S. Hawkins, and I know Merle is on the line, so I'm just going to check out. Who's our caller from the 267? Tanae Fletcher. Oh, hi, Tanae. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> great. Well, we got three color girls on the line. That's great. That's great. So now I'm going to leave the line open. And Merle, can you introduce yourself? Merle, you want to say hi? Well, uh, maybe Merle took a break. <laughs> um, in the meantime, what we're going to do, I want just to talk a little bit about For Color Girls. And For Color Girls was um, written in 1975 as an experimental choreo poem by Intashaki Shang. And um, initially was staged in California, and it's been performed off-Broadway, on-Broadway, adapted as a book, television film, and a theatrical film. But its purest work and its best work has been on stage in the theater. And um, like I said, it was done in 1975, and for generations it has been inspiring and empowering women and we are going um, First World, as I stated, March 22nd through March 31st at CC located 3500 Lancaster Avenue in Philadelphia, PA, in the Meeting House Theater. We will be doing six performances of For Color Girls Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbow is Enough. And we have three of the um, actors who will be in the play on the line and maybe more because we have, <laughs> wow, we have so many people on the line right now. I know all of them aren't actors. So right now, everyone, if you just give us a moment, I'm grateful that you all are calling in. But I'm just going to start off with Tanae and T.S. and Merle. And what I would like each of you women to do, and we're going to start with you, um, T.S., then we're going to go to Tanae, and then we're going to go to Merle. What I first want each of you to do is introduce yourself. Who are you as a person? Because everybody wants to be able to connect to you. So who is the person, T.S. Hawkins, Tanae Fletcher, and Merlin Brown? And then let us know your claim to fame as an actor. Uh, Okay. Um, Hi, everybody. My name is T.S. Hawkins. In my downtime, <laughs> I call it downtime, but it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> I am an international author and performance poet. I have um, seven publications to date. I also own my own radio station, and I'm also a wedding officiant as well. Um, I play Purple in For Color Girls, so it's a great experience to be able to 
come to the stage and play that role again as I enter into my 30s. The last time I did that role, I was in my teens. So the piece really does speak to me on a different level as I step into my womanhood, which is really, really great. <laughs> great. And so where are you from, T.S.? Originally? I'm originally from uh, New Jersey, um, but currently I reside in Philadelphia and New York. So <laughs> I'm always splitting my time between both. Great, great. And Tanae? Yes, hi, I'm here. I'm sorry I'm breathing hard. I just can't, you know, I'm a, I'm a mother, so I'm doing... I'm, <laughs> I'm doing all the trades right now. Just came from the doctor, helping with homework, running up the steps. So uh, um, I'm so sorry I'm breathing hard. But um, my name is Tanae Fletcher. Um, I am from Philadelphia. I was born in in, the United States, Philadelphia. Um, I'm an actress. I'm based in Philadelphia. Me as a person, I'm, I'm very warm, loving, and always like to crack jokes, always like to have fun. Um, I, it's barely sullenly that you'll see me uh, in deep thought. I'm always a, a jippery type person. Um, I'm a mother of two, two girls, so I had to play, you know, the mean person, the the nice person, the problem solver. So I, I do a lot, <laughs> and plus acting, and plus I teach it. I teach in school. I teach theater in school. Um, that's all. That's enough that I can say about myself um, right now at this point. So who are you playing um, today? I am playing Lady in Red. Okay. And now we're going to come to you, Merle. Are you on the line yet, Merle? I don't know if we're not having a problem hearing Merle because I talked to Merle. Um, call her from the two one five seven seven six. Okay. Well, um, I will um, let me open up these other lines, and I'm going to come back to you. But what I would like for you to do. I'm going to open up the other lines. We're going to take another momentary break, and then when we come back, I would like if you, um, Tanae and T.S., could do um, a little bit from one of your monologues. All right? Jackie, hello. Yes. Oh, hello. Yes, I've been saying hello for 15 minutes now. <laughs> I'm here. Okay, Merle, I was wondering. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, what happened to Merle? I, don't, I think I must have hit the mute button. So oh, okay. I'm so sorry, everybody, but I am here. Merlin Brown is alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. So let it let the world know who is Merlin Brown. Well, I'm a local actor, singer, director, a general lover of the arts, and I am so blessed to be in my third production of For Color Girls. Um, Every time that this piece is done, it's really an empowering and learning experience. So I'm thrilled the cast is like 
a bomb cast. Y'all got to come out. I'm serious. They're not playing. They're laying it down. They're going to open you up, and you're going to just experience some beautiful and creative art by some wonderful women. So um, I'm a local artist. I've been acting, I guess, for about 20 years or so. Not that long, maybe in comparison to how long I've been around, but I just, I love it. I love the process. Uh, I'm just, I just feel it's just a wonderful expression. Um, I'm a mother and grandmother, and right now I'm going to put a little plug in for first, for Fresh Visions Youth Theater because they're a group of young people that are putting on a show called Marching into Freedom Land. And I'm blessed to be a parent that's active with the group. So if anybody can come out, look at SVYT, check it out, You'll be, your mind will be blown. So, Jackie, I'm here. Thank God you found me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, great. Merle, who are you playing? You're Lady in what? I'm Lady in Orange. Uh, she's a dance machine. She's right. happy. I, I look at her as a combination of yellow and red. So yellow is the sunshine. It's the happy, pure spirit, the dancing machine that loves really cologne, that the music can just block out everything until the sadness of red comes in. And she realizes that she's in the bottom of the shoe of her man. So to me, those two energies come together to create orange. And she has a joy and a love for life, but the relationship takes her down and really causes a real dead love in her. Okay. Well, I'm going to open up the lines. We're going to hear from some more. And what i like for you to do before we, you actually read from your monologues, we just want to talk about how you feel like Merle shared with us. I want Tanae and T.S. to share with us um, how they feel um, for Color Girls is empowering because we've known it has gotten a bad name as a, uh, a men basher. But I think people get confused about the um, the play's purpose and actual focus. It's really about the women's and their faults and them being honest with themselves and coming into themselves. It's not really about the men and putting the men down. And so um, I'm going to open up the lines. Um, I have three more calls. We have several more, but I'm opening up the lines for right now. Oh. I'm caller from the 661. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, hello. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? This is Shakifa. How's it going? <laughs> What's so funny, nigga? Who you think you want? Okay. And then we have caller from um, D, um, D.S. Hoff. D. Hoff. Yes, hello. Hi. Hi, may I help you? Yes, uh, my daughter is taking an interest in theater, and uh, I just need your opinion on something, though. Uh, is it all right if I ask you? Yes, yes, go ahead. All right, so uh, my daughter, she's just starting to get into acting, right? And her first performance was last month. So uh, what she did is, once she got on stage, she got really nervous, right? And then 
during uh, her performance, the mistake she made was she just got so nervous. She she stared in the spotlight, right? Then she just yelled at the top of her lungs. This show belonged to nigger, bitch. This is the nigger show, bitch. Uh, and? Oh, I guess that was a crank call because they dropped. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess they considered themselves a crank caller themselves. So, <laughs> Okay, so caller from the 561. Hi, how are you doing? Hi. Yeah, my name is John. Um, basically, what's going on is I'm, I'm in this, sort of the same situation as the guy before, except um, I'm not messing around. My daughter is actually, um, basically, she's she's half African American. My wife is uh, a uh, second generation, actually. And uh, basically, what was happening is um, she is she's in uh, she's only in fourth grade, and basically, she went up on stage. And the play, I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, classic American uh, theaters for like uh, elementary, but it was the uh, the Battletoads, uh, the, the play the Battletoads, and she was the the red one. I don't know if you're familiar, but okay. basically, her her role it wasn't much, but she basically had to sit in the back behind the curtains, and there is this this part where there's this. Um, this can of bread, and it's like in the middle of the stage, and she basically, she, it's, it's very hard to explain. She gets on the floor, and then, so okay, hello? Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I, you're breaking up. So basically, okay. as I said, she gets on the floor. Okay, so what, what what was your question? Hello? Yes, what was your question? Did you want to ask some of the actors something about advice? Yes, yes. Basically what happened, like she was having a bit of trouble where um, she opens the door, gets on the floor. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on. Um, oh boy, I might have disconnected another caller. We have a lot of callers, and maybe they're just—I don't know if everyone is um, right now. If um, is a group of crank callers, but we're going to just move on. And um, but I do want to come back to you right now to T.S. and Tanae. Let us know how you feel for Color Girls and Powers, and about your character. Um, um, as I said earlier, I played Purple, um, and I had the ability to play her, um, early on when I was younger, and being able to play her once again, um, as I enter into my 30s is something that's really eye-opening. I was able to see Purple from a different perspective. Um, on a basic level, I guess you can say that Purple is the amalgamation between blue and red. Um, but I did a little bit more research and found that that purple is not actually a color. She's actually a spectrum, um, something that's a, like a reflective, quote-unquote, hue, if you want. And she has the ability to be, to observe and take everything in and reach out and give advice when needed. So I think that is, like, 
really, really cool and an attribute that a lot of, you know, women of color do possess. Um, there's a strength in that. Um, so being able to embody her as my older self is, is very enlightening. And it, and it kind of sucks for me um, to have for colored girls be painted in a bad way, as you mentioned before, with, like, male bashing and all that kind of, you know, jocular nonsense. Especially mm-hmm. when Tyler Perry, you know, Tyler Perry came on and made it into a quote-unquote movie. And those people who saw the movie necessarily didn't even pick up the work, um, you know, the physical play to actually read what it was about. So it's not about bashing men. It's about telling the story of women of color and not just, you know, women, black women, quote-unquote, all women of color. She includes all women. So you can be pink, you can be blue, you can be beige, you can be white, you can be whatever. She's talking about your experiences in womanhood, and yes, some of them are very, very tumultuous, but it strengthens you as a woman. So it has nothing to do with men at all, and it doesn't have anything to do with bashing the male race. It has to deal with these are things that we go through as women, and they yeah. either strengthen us, and, you know, for some of us, it does weaken us, but it does open us up to how we move about and reflect in ourselves in the world. So people who, like, have all these negative things to say about it actually need to physically pick up the work and see what it's about outside of the degradation <laughs> that Tyler Perry yeah. has made it into. So that's how I feel. Yes, I, and I so agree with you. I really think it's more, it's, it's a discovery piece, honestly. The women are discovering yeah. themselves, and, and in our discovery of ourselves, we all enter bad relationships. But a lot right. of times when you enter a bad relationship, when you actually discover yourself, generally the fault is with you and right. not so much the other, because it's your choices you make and who you give your power away to. Mm-hmm. So I just really feel it's, you know, it's more like discovery pieces and women discovering themselves. And um, it's not really about the men. No, because she even, um, Shange also even talks about um, the relationships that we have between women. It talks about all aspects of the relationship, mm-hmm. not just like whoever your sexual partner may be. She talks about the relationship and the intimacy we give to each other as yeah. women which is just as important because some people have this, this stereotype that all women are catty and they're out yeah. to be evil towards one another. And Shange in this piece actually, um, you know, squashes that. Like she pretty much says, like, yeah, you know, there may be situations where they talk about each other or they may steal each other's man or they may lie to each other, but they do that as a survival tactic for themselves until they open themselves up to be intimate with other women honestly. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I applaud her for that. Yeah. And Tanae, how do you feel? Well, um, I also have done um, For Color Girls when I was younger and I was in college. Um, I played Lady in Red also, um, <laughs> but we didn't do, we did snippets of each um, character. We didn't do the whole show. Um, but I look at Lady in Red. Lady in Red is a character that's Everywhere, um, she has so many emotions, um, highs, lows, um, being sarcastic, um, also loving the passion she has, being passionate, the fire that's in her, um, and also when you look at the color red, there's so many different um, things that you can associate with the color red. You can color. Um, I remember my grandmother used to always tell me, you know, never wear red to church. 
because then you look fresh or you look hot or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. So I've, it's always that color red is something that, that um, pops at the eye. Um, I also take red as um, telling you to stop. Um, whatever things that have happened in Red's life, she wants it to stop. She doesn't want it to go on. And as each character goes through their monologues or core poems, as you may call it, um, she's more of like an outsider. She looks at things and they know about Red, but they don't know too much about Red. They only find out about Red at the end. And you see why she is the way that she is. Um, there's a lot of things that you can also associate with Red, like, uh, you know, the hot, the fire, the passion, and that she, when we, and when we, when we were in rehearsal, we talked about how she could be all that, but also lonely um, and overcompensating for things that's happening in her life. Um, and she just wants to stop all, everything, and stop putting up with the stuff that's going on with her life and just let it be over with. And she finally realized what she was missing her whole Time. She was missing something that could set in a, in a play. She was missing something the whole time. Um, hold on, I have to come. My daughter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have a series of, I don't know why, if it was for color girls, certain things flagged, but we have picked up a series of great callers. <laughs> but what we're going to go on to, we're going to take a break with... Um, Lauren Hills, everything is everything. And when we come back, if we could do, um, if we could start with Merle, um, T.S., and then we'll come to Tanae. If you could, uh, we'll um, go through that flow as soon as we come back from the music. And if you all would read a um, piece from your monologues, all right? Okay. Sounds okay, good. we're going to do that, and then I can screen these callers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell you that everything is everything. everything. 
philosophy, prophecy become the drums at the city young Baptist, Baptist and fine linen from the beginning. My practice extending across the atlas. I be at this, flipping in together on the dirty mattress. You can't match this, rapper slash actress, more powerful than two Cleopatra. Bomb graffiti on the tomb of Nefertiti. And please ain't ready to take it to the Serengeti. My rhymes is heavy like the mother sister Betty. El boogie sparks with stars and constellations. Then came down for a little conversation. Adjacent to the king, fear no human being. Roll with cherubims to that star coliseum. Now hear this mixture with hip hop meets scripture. Develop a negative into a positive And now we will hear from part of the cast of First World Theater's 2013 production of For Color Girls Who Consider Suicide When the Rainbow is Not Enough. We will be hearing from Merlin Brown, Lady in Orange, and then T.S. Hawkins, Lady in Purple, and we will end with Tanae Fletcher with Lady in Red. All right, Jackie, thank you so much. I don't want to write in English or Spanish. I want to sing, make you dance like the Bata dance, scream, twitch hips with me, because I done forgot all about words, ain't got no definitions. I want to world with you. Our whole body wrapped like a ripe mango, rambling, whipping through space on a corner in the park where the rug used to be. <laughs> Let Willie Cologne take you out. Swing your head, push your leg to the moon with me. I'm on the Lower East Side of New York City, and I can't. Woo! I can't talk to you no more. <laughs> Hold your head. Like it was ruby sapphire. I'm a poet who writes in English. Come to share the world with you. Come to share our world with you. We be here to be dancing, to be dancing, to be dancing by y'all. She likes to dance. <laughs> 
you hello? Yes. Oh, do you want me to go? Are are you okay? <laughs> go. I'm finished. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I lived with the mists and the music was my old man and I could dance a dance at a time. And dance with no partners, take my pills and keep right on stepping. Linger in non English speaking arms so there was no possibility of understanding. And you you came saying, I'm the nigga. I'm the baddest motherfucker out there. And yeah, I said, yes, this is who I am waiting for. And to come with you, I had to bring everything, the dance, the terror, the dead musicians, and the hope, and those scars I had hidden with smiles and good fucking lay open, and I don't know, I don't know any more tricks, I'm really colored and really sad sometimes, and you hurt me, more than I could ever dance out of, into oblivion isn't far enough to get out of this, and I'm ready to die, like a lily in the desert, I couldn't let you in on it, because I didn't know, here's what I have. Poems, big size, little tits, and so much love. Will you take it from me this one time? Please, this is for you. Arsenio's test cleared the way and makes me pure again. Please, please, this is for you. I want you to love me. Let me love you. And I don't want to dance with ghosts. Snuggle lovers, I made up in my drunkenness. Let me love you like I am. A colored girl. And I'm finally being real. No longer symmetrical and impervious to pain. Without any assistance or guidance from you, I have loved you assiduously for eight months, two weeks, and a day. I have been stood up four times, left seven packages on your doorstep, 40 poems, three plants, and two handmade note cards. I left town so I could send to you. You have been no help to me on my job. You call me three o'clock in the morning on weekdays so I could try 27 and a half miles across the bay before I go to work? Come on, man. Yes. But you are of no assistance. I want you to know that this was an experiment to see how selfish I could be. If I could really carry on to snare a possible lover, if I was capable of debasing myself for the love of another, if I could still not be unwanted when I wanted to be wanted and I cannot show no further assistance, or guidance for me, I am ending this affair. This note is attached to a plant that I've been watering since the day that I met you. You may water it your damn self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Yeah. 
Hi. Okay. <laughs> Can you guys hear me yet? Great job, yeah. everyone. Oh, I'm sorry, the computer. Thank yeah, you. the computer was stalling on me, and I was like, "Please, can I get this running before they?" Start? <laughs> but I, I was hand clapping. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Yes, yes. So you guys gave a a, a great show. This has been a, a wonderful edition of Inside the Black Box. And again, um, you can experience everyone, and that was just a, just a touch. So you can imagine them on stage, dressed with movement. They'll be doing dancing and everything. So it's a, a great piece. It is directed by Zahara McGill. And again, it runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, March 22nd through March 31st at a CEC Community Education Center located 3500 Lancaster Avenue in Philadelphia, PA. Um, 8 o'clock performances Friday and Saturday, and Sunday performances are 3 p.m. And your tickets are $22 general admission, so it's a great price, a great experience. Go to www.firstworldtheater.biz and get your tickets. Now we do have one more caller. Someone may be wanting to call in. I'll um, attempt this call. We'll see. And if it's a crank call, before you know it, we'll have hung you up. Just a warning if you are a crank caller. Caller from the 607, how are you? Okay, so didn't take too long to realize that. <laughs> but what I'm finding is like really crazy, really curious is that the same thing happened um, with the movie Precious. So now we have, for Color Girls, seems to be getting the same kind of reactions as from the movie Precious. And it's a bunch of young guys. We're calling in Crank, and it's just, you know, their feelings, I guess, after the movie, of this movie, and about women. It's, um, it's just really, really curious as to how they're responding. And it's a lot of a negative feed from that. So, you know, I think the movie is what a lot of young people know. They don't know the play. And they right. just saw the movie, and they're basing it. And the same response, like, you know, young people made a whole lot of fun of Precious and all. Right, but I wonder yeah. how much of that giggling and laughing is covering up the pain right. that they they recognize. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's a nervous reaction to the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes people can't deal with the truth, so they step to the side and try to make fun of it. But it's really hitting home. So. Yeah. Right. It so. speaks to their insecurities, so they're exactly. like, it's better to make fun of it. Right, than to really deal with, let their right. spirit deal with the words. Mm-hmm. And be, acknowledge yeah. it and be authentic and just be honest with oneself. Right. That's hard for most people across the board, yeah. male, female, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it definitely is. But I know, um, like when Precious came out, I was a little surprised that, some of the responses, you know, that came from it, and these are some of the adults, but, you know, men are talking about how how could 
Oprah and them, you know, let the white person get a hold of our stories, and it was, again, male bashing and this and that. And I came online because, hey, I am always down for our people and about empowerment and all of that, but I'm like, wait a minute. How come not one of you men are sitting up there defending our our girls? Right. I can understand. This is not a bash. This is a too too common of a story. Right. Really. And yeah. where is the men that say we are not going to allow this kind of thing to happen to our little girls anymore? You know, but you want to go on and talk about? I'm like, come on. And mm-hmm. you know, and the movie was true to the book, which came out years before, right? And it's too common of a story. So I, you know, I think there, you know, there is so much that goes on and so much abuse and stuff that we want to keep hidden, and, and you know, and I think when these movies and things come out, you know, we do need to, I think, find ways to help our um, young people tell their stories because I think they're recognizing a lot of things. And it comes right. out with this nervous energy. Because right. we had almost over 10 people call in. Right. And was over 10 more. Yeah, they, they, uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. then, well, you know. An article that I read um, a couple a couple weeks ago was talking about how um, the male, those who are male-bodied, male-identified, are feeling threatened. The male presence is being threatened because women are stepping up and being more vocal about what's happening in the world and how they see the world. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of backlash for anything that's women-inspired or women-empowered because they're feeling that their sense of power and privilege is being threatened. Um, and any time they feel that way, they act out or start a war. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But and I then also, unfortunately, I, f- I find unfortunately, I think a lot of these abuse are going on with our young boys. Mhm. You know, it is. but it's, it's their their story rarely getting told. No. But they see it through the all. girl story. But you know, you know, we see just as much as it happens to girls, it's happening to boys. Exactly. And, right. maybe, and probably more you know, so. I think so. You know, nowadays, yeah. and um, but that story's not being told. Right. So, um, like I said, I, I think they're seeing a lot of reflective things, especially, the, you know, the younger people. I think they're seeing a lot of reflective things. And, you know, made something for us, to, you know, to consider. And so, you know, you know, I think this is a very timely piece. And well, I, um, I think it's so important. That's why it's so important to do this work, because it's a classic, because it's still touching people even if people react in a knee-jerk kind of way or as we might look at it as a negative way, art is supposed to touch you. So it's doing its job. It's getting a reaction. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there who maybe didn't call in who are listening and yeah. learning and growing. And that's that's the job of art. So, hey, it's the job is being done. Exactly. And you guys are doing a wonderful job. And as um, Merle said, it's a phenomenal cast. Everyone is just, like, really, yeah, really awesome. And and various different ages. You can just see here with this conversation, each, each, all three of these women are in three different age groups. 
And that's another that thing that makes it exciting because the viewpoints are coming from various different age groups and generations, different women, and um, they're sharing a story. And um, it just makes the experience even more universal. So definitely come out. Come out. Come out. <laughs> come out. Come out. Come out wherever you are. Serious. We want to dance with you. <laughs> That's right. You won't if you be don't sorry. Get come out. You can always book us. We travel. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. We'll come do the show. <laughs> if, you know, you book it and fill up a house. We'll come out. That's so good. again, I, I want to thank everyone, and we are just going to do our best <laughs> um, to close out um, on a song, but. Until then, we just um, I want to just say to everyone, I like everyone on Massacre Radio to do a special closing, and this is um, Inside the Black Box, Jacqueline Taylor Adams. I'm standing in for Zahar McGill, founder and artistic director of First World Theater Ensemble, and this is the official radio broadcast of First World Theater Ensemble. And what I like to ask each of you, and we'll start with Tanae, we'll go to Merle, and we'll end with you, um, T.S. You have 30 seconds and the whole world listening. <laughs> I'm sorry, could you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> you have 30 seconds and the so whole world listening. With... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You said the whole world's listening? Listening. <laughs> the huh? whole world is listening. So say that? That's what you're saying? The baby was screaming. I'm so sorry. You have 30 seconds and the whole world is listening. What do you want to share? Oh, okay. Um, I just want to say come out for Color Girls. Um, it's going to be a great show, great cast, great director. Um, everything that we're doing, we're working hard. We're um, we're not just sitting down on this. We're gonna we're gonna tell these ladies stories. Um, I always look at another lady, and you, if you see a lady that's upset, mean, whatever it is, you never know her story. So don't look at her and judge her. Just think she has a story too. That's it. Just want to say I'm so grateful to be part of the production, and. I encourage everybody to come out and come see this classic. It's definitely a classic. Uh, I just want to speak for five seconds on the male bashing issue because it's a woman empowering issue. It's not a male bashing issue. And I I was raised by a strong man. I have relatives that adopted children, men. So... There's, I, I don't, I don't look in a negative way about men. These stories talk about some men that are really rough, but I say if the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. So <laughs> I just encourage people to come out. Uh, you will experience something. It will change you as art should, and I encourage you to come out and share this experience with us. Have a great night. Peace out. <laughs> Peace. Cool
Um, once again, this is T.S. Hawkins, and I am honored and humbled um, to be in this assemblage with amazing women of color who are different journeys in their own life. So it would be great to have an audience, a sea of people, come and experience us, experience ourselves on stage with each other. And, um, yeah, support First World, support arts, and I love you all. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh. Okay, T.S., you got to close us out with an announcement, um, a song for Coretta, which is coming up this weekend. Oh, um, a song for Coretta has already passed. Um, we are, we already had um, four performances. Um, it was great. We got a lot of audience feedback, and that performance was done by and Company Theater. It's a whole theater company um, ascribed to doing ensemble work at its finest. Um, so we don't do anything that has, quote, unquote, principle. We pay homage to Shakespeare's The Chorus, in which case um, every chorus member gets highlighted and has, you know, their own special experience in working with an ensemble. Um, but that piece that we did, a song for Coretta, was amazing. We got to see the life and times of Coretta Scott King and how she was not living in the shadow of her husband. Um, so stay tuned for more things that AM Company Theater has on the horizon. And that is all. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you, everyone, for listening in, and you will catch us every fourth Tuesday here on Master Grill Radio. Peace Thank and you, love. Jackie, you did a great job. Yay, Jackie. Thank you, all of you. Yay. <laughs> Good night. Uh, Good night. Good night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 